On today's Into Your Head number 663, Feminine Sanitary Items in the Garden of Eden, Maintaining a Clean Dental Record, Earthing an Aircraft to the Ground, How to Interpret Swearing and Rudeness Positively, How the Brain Works, Russian Doll Style Stationery, Random Crap Falling from Space, and lots more. lot to get on with today. Items that need to be attended to, issues that need to be addressed, topics. Oh, topics. We've got lots and lots of topics. We're positively booming to the seams with topics. We've got topics coming out of, uh, topics coming out of this envelope. It's envelope. I uh, have an envelope, an envelope here. Uh, an envelope, basically. Uh, people get very confused about these things. An, envel- an envelope is basically anything that can be used to envelop another item. Uh, for example, another envelope. In fact, now that I look at it, there is an under- another envelope inside this envelope, although it's referred to as a mailing bag on the label, because uh, it's more of a plasticky thing. It's, a, it's an envelope, though. It's not, uh, let's not get bogged down in uh, nounal verbal technicalities. It's an envelope inside an envelope. An envelope inside an envelope it'll always be until such time as I permanently remove it. I'm putting it back in now. So I suppose for a couple of seconds there it was an empty envelope and another en- empty envelope. I presume it was empty anyway. I didn't look inside. I've got better things to do on this program than go examining envelopes, looking inside them to see if there's some other envelope inside them. Uh, this isn't a freaking Russian doll stationery uh, program. And oh no, this is into your head. As far as I can remember uh, in recent history, the first ever time where I uh, started talking into this microphone within only a few minutes of brushing my teeth. And I used a particularly fresh uh, tasting tooth, uh, toothpaste this morning. Uh, I feel that it's affecting my voice. My vi- voice seems weird. Uh, it feels my voice feels toothpastey. It usually feels coffee-y. As usually I've been coffee. I have I have been caffeining myself up. But after I finished drinking the coffee and just before I started doing this, uh, I brushed my teeth. It's called oh, it's called dental hygiene. You can't be leaving crap sitting all over your teeth because uh, one of these days. Uh, you're going to get murdered and the only thing left that they'll be able to identify you by is your dental records and in order for your dental records to be of any use they'll have to get out the remains of your teeth and have a look at them and if you haven't cleaned your teeth those morning that morning I can tell you uh be no use having fresh underpants on that's not going to protect you if you haven't cleaned your teeth uh so I wash brush my teeth a couple of times a day I don't floss because I'm not a freaking American you Americans love that oh you say have you flossed today? There's no point brushing your teeth, you'll say, unless you've flossed and poured oh, poured some sort of alcoholic substance in and uh, swirled it around and then, uh, oh, and then uh, spat it out into the sink and flushed it away. That's your, uh, just your American attitude to alcohol. It's the thing for brush- washing your mouth out, but you're not allowed to swallow it because that makes you an alcoholic, supposedly. Uh, no, no, if you got alcohol, drink the fucking alcohol. 
all. That's what it's for. Uh, one day now, the government over here is going to put a minimum price on alcohol. I can tell you. Uh, then you'll be glad of it. I need that you have stockpiled. I should be stockpiling it here. In fact, maybe I'll start making some with that homebrew kit I've got for Christmas. Uh, just seems like a lot of work, though. Uh, not that I'm afraid of work. I'm not afraid of work. I just uh, don't, don't like it. But it doesn't mean I won't do it. Uh, no, no. Just because you're afraid of something doesn't mean you won't do it. I've I've been up in aeroplanes up in the sky that don't even have anything touching the ground while they're up there. It's not like a, a thing standing on... Would air, would air travel be... Uh, here's a question for you. Would air travel be less scary uh, if every aeroplane had by law a big long stick coming out of it that was like an artificial foot so it could keep one foot on the ground at all times? Uh, maybe just a piece of string, an earthing wire of some sort. I like what you have. Uh, that thing that comes out of cars that some people have, people who get car sickness, they have a thing that come, hangs down out of the back and earths it to the ground or something. Because you have one of them coming out of the aeroplane, and obviously you start getting hit hit by them when you go out to walk your car. You'd start getting hit by these things. Uh, but it's better than that mythical thing about people who get hit by frozen crap coming out of an airliner's toilet, which doesn't happen. Uh, of course, if it does happen, feel free to let me know. Give me evidence of what landed on your head, and I'll have a look at that, and we'll see. But otherwise, no. Otherwise, no. Uh, the science is in your face and the crop isn't. So who are you going to believe? The science that exists or the crop that doesn't exist? Because uh, it's being flushed away safely into a tank underneath the plane. It's not doing any harm to anybody. Uh, if it's doing that, I'll tell you, they would. Not think, do you really think that this country that looks after its people so well would allow uh, frozen crap to be dropped on people? No, no. Uh, those are just uh, frigging things from space. Uh, things from space, like what landed on Russia last week. A thing from space lasted, landed on Russia and tragically injured uh, hundreds upon hundreds of people. Uh, can you imagine if that was a piece of crap from a plane? Uh, the, the outrage there would be. Uh, no, no, but because it's not crap from a plane. Uh, no one's outraged. They're just saying, oh, look, uh, look how vulnerable we are. Space owns us. That's a piece of, that's a piece of crap that's been floating around space for billions of years, and they just randomly decided to fling it at Earth. But no, no, nobody, nobody's angry at space for doing that. They just think, oh, it's just doing its natural thing. It's just like if you see, oh, it's just like when you see a zebra being hunted down by a, 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 some sort of whatever kill zebras, I don't know, a tiger or something. You don't say, oh, that tiger is a cunt. You do not. You say, oh, that's natural. Uh, let's get some old fella from the BBC in to commentate over it and we'll remake it in, D in 3D Digital Ultra and we'll just say, uh, this program contains scenes that some people may find distressing. Uh, those who have morals and who don't like watching death. Uh, more, but for the rest of you, though, it's nature. It's nature, so it's fine. Hey, as always, it's nature. Oh, it's fine. Uh, if I'm an axe murderer uh, by nature, I have genes that cause me to, to do axe murderer. Oh, I can just say I have that thing. It's like the violent equivalent of... 
Uh, what's that thing? You know that thing where you involuntarily, involuntarily swear and stuff? Uh, if there was a violence version of that, you could just get away with it. You can just say, oh, I have uh, what you call it thing, except instead of swearing every couple of minutes, uh, I punch people in the face and kill them. Oh, wouldn't that be? That would be, uh, that would be, uh, well, that would be something. It would be something if it was the case, but it's not the case, so it's just a thought. It's just a thought here. Uh, we're just thinking here. Don't uh, panic. I'm not suggesting anyone go out and hit anybody in the face or drop crap from a plane. We're all just talking here. Uh, you're not even talking. You're just listening. I'm just letting stuff out of my brain. Uh, if you let stuff out of your brain uh, first thing in the morning, as I'm doing here, it means you won't be having nightmares about it. Uh, so tonight I can be damn sure I won't be having any nightmares about being hunted down by... Ah, some fella who can't stop hunting people down, I don't know, or by a tiger, or by a, a frozen piece of crop from space. Anyway, on with the show. Hello, this is J. Edgar Casey, and whenever I am listening to fine podcasts, I tune into the Into Your Head program because it's, it, it's very clean. Haydn's Trumpet Concerto in D minor. That's what they call it. They call it Haydn's Trumpet Concerto in D minor. Uh, back in the old days, they used to give proper descriptive titles to songs. If you analyse this, you know, oh, it was composed by Haydn. It was a concerto for trumpet, and it was intended to be... Oh, it was intended to be played in D minor. Uh, nowadays, of course, they'll just say, uh, Do you suffer from long-term memory loss? I don't remember. Do you suffer from long-term memory loss? I don't remember. Do you suffer from long-term memory? That's pop music for you nowadays. That's the pop music of, well, uh, admittedly of 15 years ago. Uh, well, that's when my uh, following of music stopped. I have no interest in music anymore. The only music I'm interested in is the music I make myself here. Uh, let's have another go on this thing, uh, this mouth thing. Oh, I'm holding your phone. You're supposed to do this, and then you're supposed to have your mouth slightly open, and you have it against your teeth, and then you do... Oh, there you go. I'm going to try and do a different Chumba Wumba song on this here now. I'll do that one. Uh, how's it go again? I can't remember. That big hit that Chumba Wumba had. Uh, bollocks. I'll just do Bohemian Rhapsody. Pull my trigger, now he's dead. Life had just begun. But now I've gone and thrown it all the way. Uh, we'll make that a multi-parter. We'll come back to that on another episode. Because uh, Bohemian Rhapsody goes on for approximately six or seven minutes. And I'd probably play it slower than that because it's my first time playing it on that particular instrument. 
Uh, so no, we don't want to get bogged down in that. And uh, if I do that anyway, people will say, "Oh, you're just impersonating Wayne's World. That's all been done before. You're ripping off Wayne's World. Uh, you better be. You better be." Re oh, there's an email from Boots the Chemist. Have you noticed how everyone's having makeovers at the moment? No. Uh, we've even given our health and beauty mag a revamp and stacked our shelves. Ah, huh? fuck off, Boots, with your crap. I'm only subscribed to you so I can collect extra credit and get free drugs off you occasionally. Uh, anyway, where was I? Oh yes, Wayne's World. Uh, if I were to do my own version of Wayne's World in the middle of a podcast here, they'd say, oh, you're ripping off Wayne's World. Uh, Wayne's World created the idea of ripping off Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody, and if someone else does it, they're ripping off Wayne's World. Uh, so put that in your... Uh, people really don't like when you copy them. They don't take it as a compliment at all. They say, you're ripping me off if I go on Twitter and say hello uh, someone else will uh, say oh Mark Maron said hello earlier you fucking rip off artist come up with your own material come up with something new and then you say that wasn't meant of it as a joke of any kind and they'll say uh, that's even worse you can't even be funny when you're ripping off someone else uh, even I can say hello but I don't because it's not original they'll say they'll say it's not original uh, people have been saying hello since the beginning of time Adam probably went up to Eve just after she was created and said hello and she probably said what the fuck is that supposed to mean and he probably said oh it's a greeting it's what you say when you meet someone and she'll say but there's only two of us here unless you count God I suppose the supreme being and creator of all this crap uh, did he create the word hello too he must have used it when he was creating it unless he doesn't test stuff that he could does he not put a, have a quality control section where he tests stuff before put, he puts it out into the ether or he just does he just create these words that have never been used uh, it's like when you get a freaking if you buy an eye telephone online and you get it off Apple and it turns up uh, do you think you're the first person who's ever switched that on uh, no no it's being tested same if you buy a car uh, that will have at least a couple of miles on the clock because somebody tests it uh, but no you expect to see this word hello and you think nobody has ever used it before uh, who the hell do you think created it somebody did or how would you know about it otherwise or if it's a word that you just made up then there's no point uh, saying it until you've taught it to the rest of us I'm a bit of fucking because they're using your own secret code now uh, to communicate with only yourself that no one else can understand what the fuck would be the point of that and Adam said uh, I'm surprised you're swearing already it's not, I thought we were in the paradise here with with uh, free of sin uh, did you eat an apple by any chance and Eve says what's an apple uh, what the fuck is an apple I don't like apple I prefer, you know damn well that at this time of the month I want chocolate not fucking apples uh, I'd eat a snake if I was if I have thought I had chocolate inside it at the moment or else I'd use the snake as some sort of sanitary device uh, but let's not go down that road I don't think it would fit anyway I'd have to chop a bit off and then there'd be extra blood on top of what we're trying to deal with uh, so no no uh, no 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 uh, anyway two snakes slide up to a bar in the garden of Eden uh, one of the snakes goes straight up to the bar counter and says hello uh, that didn't last very long did it and the barman says what oh you mean this tree uh, this 
dead tree that I'm using as a bar counter. Uh, oh, I didn't die of natural causes. I chopped it down. Uh, did you realise this stuff? You can use it to make wood. You can make furniture and stuff out of it. Uh, thank Christ I discovered that because my arse was getting very sore and cold sitting on rocks. And it's very hard to find a level one that you can use as a bar. Uh, anyway, what can I get you? And the snake says, I'll have a pint of your finest apple juice, please. And the man behind the bar says, certainly, snake. Uh, wait a minute, do snakes eat apples? And the snake says, well, I think we're about to find out, aren't we? I'm new to all this, just like you. I was just created today. When were you created? You're not a human, are you? Because I was pretty sure that Adam and Eve haven't figured out the whole reproduction thing yet. Uh, and the barman says, oh, no, I'm not a real person. I'm just a hologram. I'm just a... They put a few of us service holograms around here just until Adam and Eve get going with the kids thing and we'll disappear away in due course uh, we've, just, we've been told to keep a low profile because uh, uh, he doesn't want them to know that he could just have holograms uh, anyway once they figure out how to do it then they'll be away in the hack anyway point the apple juice to his here you go and the snake says oh thank you very much uh, any idea how I go about drinking this and the man says I'm pretty sure you just wrap your mouth around it and let it slide down into you. Uh, it's quite funny to watch, in fact. And uh, the, the snake says, I'm sure it is. And he wraps the, he wraps the pint pot glass of uh, snake juice around his mouth. Uh, around inside his mouth and swallows it and you see a oh you see a glass shaped thing go halfway down the snake uh, inside it and then the snake uh, starts choking and dies and the hologram laughs uh, well it's not a very realistic laugh it's an artificial pre-programmed one it doesn't really mean anything he's not being mean it's just a program created by God and who are you to criticize a program created by God God, uh, no, no, you're nobody. Uh, anyway, on with the show. Into your head. This is an advertisement of sorts. Uh, well, it's to facilitate those of you who like this show and want to support it by supporting the podcastual arts and to let you know that you can do so without it costing you an extra penny just by using my fine shopping affiliates. Uh, not just Amazon.com, Amazon UK and Amazon.ca, uh, which you can use any time. I get a cut of the action whenever you shop through my Amazon links, uh, but there's also loads of new ones now. We have AllBattery.com, uh, they sell all batteries. If you need a battery for your cat or your car or your shoes or whatever else you need batteries for, uh, ship to your home, get them through the All Battery link on my website. Uh, you can also get shoes from a new place in New York that ships everywhere uh, they have an easy return policy you can also buy prescription glasses worldwide shipping uh, a couple of my listeners and now get their glasses from there on a regular basis and all of these purchases help the show uh, you can also get web hosting with DreamHost the people with whom I've hosted into your head and all of my websites for several years now uh, with no major problem problems I'm very happy with with them no plans to change uh, you can sign up to web hosting for only 8.95 a month there's a free trial 
uh, dream host just go to intoyourhead.com uh, scroll down the left side of the page and you'll see all these ads uh, any of them that you buy stuff through uh, I get a major cut of the action and it helps the show and thank you very much for supporting the podcast you will art into your head into your I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking, are we back yet? Can I take my hands off my ears? Because I don't want to have to listen to commercial stuff in the middle of a free podcast. Uh, I want I want no hand actor part in supporting a podcast that has given me 663 episodes in the last six and a half years on which the host has almost worked himself to death uh, doing it. Well, that's understandable. That's understandable. Uh, uh, just uh, fuck off, that's all I can say to you, that's all I can say, and I mean it in the best possible way, I mean fuck off in the best possible way, what would be the best possible interpretation of fuck off? Uh, well, that's not for me to say, uh, you, only you can decide what you make of the world around you and how you see it, uh, you might see the words fuck off written up in the sky and go, holy crap, did a plane do that, that's amazing, that's a remarkable achievement. I'm going to remember this for a long time to come. Where's my video camera? Or you could say, Christ, the sky is telling me to fuck off now. See, it's all a matter of attitude. Attitude. Uh, attitude is everything. How you see the world. And if you hear me telling you to F off and you take it badly, that's on you. It's not on me. It's not on me at all. Although if I take the fact that you're taking it badly, badly, that's also on me. That's why I say feel free to take it badly badly or whatever way you want doesn't bother me because uh, I won't let it, I won't let it bother me, uh, shoe fly don't bother me, shoe fly don't bother me shoe fly don't bother me <laughs> I don't need your company that's a song that's a song we used to learn when we were kids on some cartoon from America. Was it Sesame Street? I don't know. Sesame Street is pretty much a cartoon from America. A real action cartoon a lot of the time, but it's pretty much a car. A cartoon. A cartoon doesn't have to be drawn. It can be real people uh, living in the bullshit world. That's a cartoon as far as I'm concerned. Uh, anyway, on with the show. Two bar attendants walk into a lounge. One of the bar attendants walks straight down to one of the comfiest looking sofas uh, before realising that there's a person sitting on it and they think, Christ, uh, this is my break time. So uh, technically at the moment, this lounge in which I work is also my uh, rest place. Uh, All employers are required by law to provide a suitable rest place. Uh, So he thinks, would it be in my rights to grab this person by the head and pull him out of that sofa so I could sit down and have my statutory 10 minute break? And he thinks, yes, I probably would. Uh, But then he thinks, I probably shouldn't do it nonetheless. And then he thinks, that's interesting how the brain works. You can think that you can come to the conclusion perfectly reasonable that it's okay to do something, but that he shouldn't do it nonetheless. And he thinks, that must be the morality part of the brain. Or else the part of the brain, the self-protective part of the brain that knows you could get into some sort of trouble for that. And he thinks, isn't the brain? 
brain fantastic. The brain, brain is fantastic. He's dead right about that. The brain is... Well, most brains are fantastic. My brain is fantastic. It's coming up with this crap. Uh, your brain is fantastic because it appreciates this crap. Uh, but if you were to find uh, a cow out there, uh, sitting out there in that field across the road, uh, for one thing, it would be a miracle because there were no cows there. It's some, oh, it's a, it's a field where they grow stuff rather than a field where they grow animals. They grow uh, non-animal things. I suppose the same thing. Uh, people, tillage farmers like to separate themselves from animal farmers by saying, no, we grow stuff. They grow, uh, they grow, uh, oh, they grow creatures. We grow stuff. We grow stuff that's not going to eat your cat. Uh, oh, that's maybe not the case. The cat can just as easily get lost in a badly maintained crop of nettles that you're growing for some frigging, oh, some frigging cosmetics company and get itself stung to bits. Uh, so don't get all cocky tillage farmers just because you don't have any. Is a tillage farmer the right, right word? Maybe it isn't. The one for the people who grow food rather than animals. I don't know how to grow. I don't. I don't know. They're all growing food anyway, but still, nonetheless. Uh, that's not really the point, though. Uh, I can't remember what the point was. Uh, did I start this with two... Oh no, this I didn't start this with two anything. How did I start this? I don't know. I only started it two minutes and 47 seconds ago, though. So surely to Christ, I should be, remember, be able to remember how this started. Uh, was it? Uh, I don't think it was the two barmen walk into the lounge thing. That was the previous segment, wasn't it? Uh, oh no, it was. It wasn't. No, that was this segment. It must have been, because the previous one is labelled after break. And after the break, I know I said something about the break. Uh, what, I can't, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. We'll find out when it's done, I suppose. Uh, suffice to say, uh, two dogs walk into a field. One of the dogs goes straight up to the middle of the field and says, Christ, what is this place? And the other dog says, who said that? And the dog, the first dog says, uh, who asked that? And the first dog says, I don't know. There seems to be loads of dogs in this field and they're all asking who said that? And the other dog says, maybe there's just the two of us. And then the other dog says, well, who the hell's talking then? And the other dog says, who said that? And the other dog says, uh, it wasn't me. Oh no, wait, maybe it was. I don't know. Uh, maybe it was an echo. And the other dog says, You're right, maybe it was an echo. Uh, well, in itself was an echo, though, wasn't it? And the first dog says, I don't know. How do you define an echo? Does it have to exa sound exactly right like the original thing? Or can it be slightly different? Can the words be changed slightly because by the bendiness of the sound waves or something? I don't know. Uh, frankly, this is a bit over my head. Uh, as is the stuff that's growing in this field. I can't see a fucking thing. And the other dog says, uh, me neither, me neither. Maybe we should go back the way we came or eat our way out of this. And the other dog says, I don't know. Are we not carnivores or something? And the dog says, I don't think so, because they could put peas and pasta and stuff in dog food, don't they? And the other dog says, well, how come they don't just give us peas and pasta and stuff then? And the other dog says, because they're not going to cook a fucking meal every time we're hungry. They only cook a meal every time they're hungry. And the dog says, I suppose that's fair enough in a way, although in another way it's not. And the other dog says, I'm inclined to agree with 
put you there, I must say. And a great night is had by all. Ah, this is the beginning of the end. It's the beginning of the end of this show, as we know, as oh, it's about to come to an end. Ah, this episode, anyway. Don't panic. Nothing else is coming to an end. We survived the thing falling on Russia. We all survived the big meteorite falling on Russia out of nowhere. And we're all still alive here at the other side of the world, so it's all fine. So me ending this episode of Into Your Head... Uh, in a timely fashion as planned uh, that's not going to be a problem for anyone so just relax there take a chill pill not everything has to be a big panic you know there's more to life than uh, panic uh, sometimes life is just uh, just allow life to fly by uh, like you would when you're sitting on the bridge watching water flowing you don't think oh Christ that water is all flowing away down to the sea it'll never be here again it will be there again it'll evaporate eventually and it'll fall again as rain on top of a mountain and it'll make its way back it mightn't necessarily be the same rain uh, but no there's more than one drop of water available they can recycle water uh, until someone crops a house as diarrhea in which case I don't wonder do they recycle diarrhea as water there's a question for you do they recycle diarrhea when I send it down my toilet do they recycle that as water eventually Uh, they have to do something with it I'm sure. Or do they dry it out and then recycle it as normal crap? Uh, I might look that up later. If I'm a bit bored tonight in bed, I'll do a little search and find out what happens to uh, watery crap as opposed to solid crap. Uh, should we be doing something with it before we flush it to make it uh, easier for them to work with? I don't know. Because they say you shouldn't put uh, you shouldn't put non-toiletry items down the toilet. Uh, paper towels, for example, you shouldn't put them down the toilet. Uh, but what if my kind, my, what if, for example, I produce something that has the consistency of a, of a, uh, I don't know, something that's too thick to go down the toilet, and I flush that? Does that cause a problem for somebody then? I don't know. Uh, all I know is I hope we're paying them enough. Anyway, good morning. Remember, we value the opinions of you, the humble and ignorant listener. Email Neil at studio at intoyourhead.com. Into your 